Back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. We will get to the ALCS and Game 4 and our bets in just a bit. But let's start in the National League. Phillies and Diamondbacks, Game 3. Philly already up two games to nothing. And they are favorites on the road with Ranger Suarez going up against Brandon Fought. Joe, if we leave today, right after the show, we can get some cheap tickets at Chase Field. Uh, Bob Nightingale just tweeted that the Come get-in on. price for Game 3 of the NLCS in Phoenix has plummeted to just $15 per tick pick. Come the on! The get-in price for Game 1 in Philadelphia was $467. Though you do need to factor in that I think uh, living in Arizona is a little cheaper than Philadelphia. But still, $15. Okay, all right. I got to tell a Wilker story here before Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh so I was in Phoenix for, I think, like their last NLCS against the Rockies, which would have been, what, 2007? They had the same problem there, too. They could not sell the ballpark out. And it was, you know, I mean, I get that the Diamondbacks didn't have a whole lot of pub back in 07, but still, it's the league championship series. This has been a problem for the Diamondbacks for a long time. Just because they're down two games to nothing, that doesn't explain the lackluster fanaticism for the Diamondbacks, Joe. That makes me sick. Um, is part of the problem, the states we talk this a lot of this about, um, Arizona, Florida, like Tampa Bay, we have the same conversations, that those are areas, and I know it's, not always old people in the crowd, but it is baseball. It's part of the problem that a lot of people are not from there that live there, and maybe they don't become Diamondbacks or Rays fans, and they're not really interested in these teams. Maybe they just go when their team goes. I mean, I don't know. At least in this area, a ton of people, it's like, once you get a certain age, you're going to Arizona or you're going to Florida. It's it's one or the other. Um, I wonder if that's part of it. I don't that's know. That's a great great point because i know just from Mm -hmm. living there too in arizona like people who live there residents get excited for spring training like it's something to do but i don't think they're necessarily fans of specific team you know what i mean it's just like oh let's go check out a spring training game it's something to do it's not like oh yeah we gotta go check out the diamondbacks If there's one player, one pitcher, everyone wants to clamor to go see, then maybe that breaks through this whole transient thing. But ultimately, I I think we've hit the nail on the head that Phoenix is a transient city. There aren't that many people actually from Phoenix. People kind of go there, uh, whether they're attending Arizona State or they have jobs out there, things like that. Like, I'm sure we know someone who is originally from Phoenix, but for the most part, it's a transient city. People move there and then later leave if, uh, if that's what they decide to do. And that's just how it is. Tampa, you know, maybe that's less of a case. I think part of it too is that just the in-game experience for the Rays maybe, you know, leaving something to be desired. But still though, it should yeah. not be this bad. Like how in the world like and this happens time and time and time again 
it, it doesn't seem like th- this is why teams move. Like Phoenix can't but, keep all of their professional teams. Like it's a problem for them unless you're talking about the Suns or the Cardinals. I mean, I the Coyotes can't say, even find a home rank. Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. If the Suns and Cardinals town. If the Suns are in the NBA right. finals or playoffs, there's way more excitement. I don't know what it okay. is about the Diamondbacks, but and and Cardinals too. Mm-hmm. I think it definitely Diamondbacks- a big sun. A team that's won at the highest of levels, too. You would think that right. some people would have jumped on board. Oh, man. Uh, it, if I was not, if I'm not a D backs fan and I live there, I'm going to this game, though. So, does that mean we know home field doesn't mean anything? We've learned that. Right. Does that mean we're going to get a lot of Phillies fans there tonight? Paul's going. He's talking yeah. about it. I'm sure he knows a lot of people right. talking about it chomping at the bit to find a ticket I bet you fly standby bet you we do, bet yeah, you we do. paul doesn't check bags so that helps <laughs> oh that's true he's just yep. the carry-on type that's what he does go by the way right, what do we do yeah you know as far as the handle for this game 90 percent of it is on the phillies here no surprise. that's that's insane to me like you know we, we had Sean you're Cirillo also not shocked yesterday. right I I'm a little shocked. It's that big. Like that really? is a okay. massive number. Like you don't have people who are just zagging where everyone else is zigging. There, there isn't much of that. We do have smart people who do believe in the diamondbacks just this once. They may not believe in Arizona for the series, but game three, maybe that one spot where they can extend the series. And mm-hmm. it's still 90% of the handle. I'm a little surprised by that, but as far as what we should do about this game, Joe, you know, I, I hate to say just blanketly fade the public, but still I look at that number and I can't help but circle it. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I would be, I was hoping you get a better number. What are we, plus 105 yeah. right now for Diamondbacks? I was hoping for a better number than that. I, I get the case. I'm looking at props. Uh, okay, well, first off, the one I do like that I'm taking a look at, Christian Walker. Okay, now he's got mm-hmm. good history against Suarez. Five for 15, three extra base hits. This season against lefties, when you look at Walker, way to run straight a plus 141, 922 OPS against all lefties this season. Over one and a half total bases is plus 140. So I like that for Walker. Bullpen game, game number four for Arizona. What does that mean for tonight? (laughs) So if the Phillies get out to a lead, but like, does it mean, right, exactly. We'll get to that. But does it mean that that Fott will be pulled immediately or will they try to make him go a little bit longer because they know they are, they're going to need arms in possibly their season on the line game and game number four? Like, how does this play out? I don't know, but Fott's ERA, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a dude in the postseason 572. Gross. Yeah. Uh, expected ERA 461, exit 446. Whereas Ranger Suarez has been pretty good uh, for the Phillies in the postseason. His ERA 418, expected ERA 439, XFIP 405. Hmm, Phillies first five? They're not even posting thoughts outs recorded. <laughs> no, they're so, not. Because yeah. it could, it perhaps could run the gamut. But to answer your question, Joe, I don't think he will be out there very long. I'm except, ex, you know, expecting a short stint and probably expecting a middle reliever who won't get used today, 
to probably have to take a big chunk out of game four. That's how I think this goes down. As far mm. as his stuff goes, Fott's breaking balls, they're great. They are fantastic, and that's why he is a major league pitcher. Nothing else is working for him. Notice, Noticeably the fastballs, you know, anything else. If it's a non-breaking ball that he has to throw, it's not going to turn out well for him. Barrel rate, hard hit rate, they are not good. It could make for a bad outing. There's a play I like. It's probably the over. And I hate to do this for a postseason game, but if you think the Phillies are going to shellack them again or shellack the bullpen, or maybe this is a get-right spot for Diamondbacks hitters, there are a lot of paths where you can take the over nine at minus 120 on BetMGM, and I think you'll be safe. All right, let's do Phillies home runs. What are we doing? Yay! I already wrote <laughs> down three, what are we doing? and I might bet them all. You got three? Okay, what do you got? Three! Trey Turner plus 440. Bryce Harper, best number 375. I would say most places around the 340 range. And then Castellanos, five to one. So Be not shorter. Such a short number. Yeah. 240 on Bet MGM. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. That number's tough. Not interested. Yeah tough number but man he'll but probably have someone written, he'll probably hit two right and, <laughs> yeah exactly like no. if you want to do two home runs for Schwarber, uh like look i think this is going to go over this is going to be a higher scoring postseason game maybe it's because Schwarber hits multiple dingers that's certainly a possibility but there's actually someone who aaron didn't write down who i really like i mm-hmm. hate doing this but i think i'm going to run it back with brandon marsh i think he hits a home run today at plus 575 he seems to be the best phillies hitter against sweepers and i think mm-hmm. thought's probably going to try and throw a few of those and that's going to be a problem against marsh when nothing else is working or getting into the zone he may be forced to throw a sweeper and i think that'll be the opportunity for marsh to crash or to you know hammer one so i like him to hit a home run joe all right, good. I see a plus six fifty out there, so that's pretty nice. Nice. All right, I uh, like got some good it. angles I for like that it. one. All right, what about Rangers Astros? Got a series now. Sure, uh, do. you guys were right. You totally called it. I think yesterday, Scherzer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah fade Scherzer. Everything will be just fine. Now we have Urquidy against Haney. This might be more of a bullpen game for the Rangers. What do you think? Yeah, that would that would make a lot of sense. Um, look, there there are a few different angles to go here. Now, against Urquidy, there are a couple of Rangers hit, hitters, including Simeon. Great history. He's 7 sure. for 18, four extra base hits, two home runs. Uh, the K-prop for Haney is only uh, three and a half. Well, it's, actually, it's three and a half for everybody pitching today, by the way. Mm-hmm. All four starters of course uh, going today. Uh, Abreu has smoked him, just demolished him, and he's having a good playoff. He has four home runs. He's five for 19. They're all extra base hits. He's driven in nine runs. You can always get good plus money on an RBI if you want to go there. But um, against lefties, there are a couple of Astros that certainly pop. We talk about it all the time for years and years. Anytime you have the Astros going against a lefty, you want to take a look at at uh, at some of those numbers because they usually smash. Now, Tucker is great. He's got a 154 
weighted runs created plus against lefties. And you know who really pops? Chaz McCormick. Fifth best weighted runs created plus in all of baseball against left-handed pitching. Love it. Cider total, Aaron. I'm almost looking at first five over four and a half. It's juice, though. Okay. Wouldn't hate that. I'm sticking props. Okay. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Kenny Ducey will let us know how well we did with our conversation. He will go over his favorite angles for today's games right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily 